At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. You sound quiet. Oh, my microphone's like way far. I'm trying. I'm setting. I'm- okay. <sighs> oh, boy. It's one of those big interview weeks, man. <laughs> Busy, busy, huh? I don't know if you looked at the site but in the last 24 hours. It, a lot uh, just went up, I saw. Yeah, and, I, <laughs> and just from one property, I have three. <laughs> so, uh, it's a good time to be a, a subscriber to the LRM Online uh, YouTube channel, isn't it? <laughs> actually, yeah, that's, that's the case. That's a, it's always a great time to be subscribed. So if you haven't done it, you, you totally should do it. You know, you know what's funny about it? It's like we're what's posting that? interviews 24 hours a day, too. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> like 2 a.m. Man, Manny's bored. Shoot up an interview. Nah. Welcome to the Daily Cup of Genre, everyone. The Daily Cog here on the Genreverse Podcast Network and the LRM YouTube channel. Brought to you by GrowGeneration.com, as always. And uh, yeah, guys, make sure you're checking out LRMOnline.com every day for all your entertainment news needs and, and opinions, written articles, interviews, pod, podcasts, and uh, all sorts of shenan- shenanigans go, go on here. And uh, it's fun. I'm Kyle, and uh, that guy's M- Manny, and we, we talk entertainment, geeky stuff here, and... Uh, yeah, I'm done. I'm I'm done. How housekeeping, man? What's up, uh, dude? Well, I mean, not not much. It's Tuesday. Um, you can't. The Dodgers won't freaking lose a goddamn game. Uh, and uh, you you got hockey season coming up soon. Yes, indeed. Again? It just feels like I just wrapped that up yesterday too. It does. It does. That extended playoffs was uh was was odd and and annoying. But hey, um. Hopefully a more regular season this year. First season for Seattle and, and oh, that's the, right. Kraken. the Kraken. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I might have to. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say I might have to audition my <laughs> my loyalty away from San Jose. Um, <laughs> it'll be interesting because, you know, the the Vegas Knights had an outstanding inaugural season. And, Man, fuck and uh, uh, actually a couple of outstanding first seasons. They became uh, the villains so quick. What was that? They became the villains so quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and poor, <laughs> poor Mark Andre. Hey, Flurry. Yeah, I know. Flower, dude. Like, don't get me wrong. I was, I was one that wanted to send him away just simply because of his his performance. But it it happens sometimes. You you get rid of someone that's kind of been showing their age, and that move manages to reinvigorate them. And and it did for for the flower. But man, t- talk about. Like going going from Pittsburgh to Vegas, that sucks. But having played for Pittsburgh for so long, and then going to Chicago is just that's gotta that's gotta have some conflicting feelings, man. Like I, I don't know certain hockey. It, it's like uh, <laughs> in hockey, especially with some of the original six and the and the first expansion teams. So especially people like uh, Philly, Pittsburgh, original six guys, guys like like Boston, Mo- Montreal. Um, the rivalry is like really, really 
hot. You know what I'm saying? And like you almost, it almost carries on uh, from, from whenever you were a kid, like whatever team you, you hate, like it, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I'm sure it happens in, in other sports, but I'm not as into the culture of other, other sports as I, as I am. Mm. Anyways, man, Kevin Feige had some, some things to say. Apparently, did you listen to this interview yet? No. Neither did I. Um, I'm going to bring it up. I'm getting our our Slack channel up. Uh, Everyone that didn't catch our our show yesterday, Manny, uh, could you kind of recap uh, what Bob Chappick had said about Song-Chi and uh, Simu Liu's um, uh, response? And then we can uh, hear Kevin Feige. And then, yes, the Star Wars Visions trailer. We will get to that. Uh, since I already prompted this story first after, <laughs> but yeah, while I'm bringing up that interview, could you recap that sitch situation? Yeah. So, so basically j- during, during the meeting last week, uh, Bob called it an experiment and, and uh, the, 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 the actor for Shang-Chi took, took it very personally, uh, which is should. I, I, we, we talked about it yesterday. So if you want to listen to our thoughts on that, you listen to yesterday's, um episode and he he basically said we're not an experiment we're we're always the underdog and uh yeah just just took took uh, took offense to to the idea that shang chi their movie was the one that's going to be the test the test pilot for for a new way of doing things going forward and so um yeah that and so it it really put you know the house of mouse again in a bad light as they seem to be doing quite often lately <laughs> for one reason or another. And, and, and I think it's, and it's, and it seems like it's not even on purpose. It, it's almost like they're, they're trying to, to do things and, and it, things just don't, don't yeah. end up working out well. Exactly. And I had, I had mentioned, you know, uh, that the executive leadership um, at the studios, especially is uh, different today than it than it was under uh Iger. Um, right. And mm-hmm. that they're putting more numbers type people that aren't necessarily who you want talking <laughs> and and being the the face. Yeah, um, I don't disagree with you at all. So yeah, I mean I'm I'm one of those those people. I'm a very uh in a, you know war can have d- different effects on on people and one common one is like an, an empathy kind of have to learn to shut s- certain things off more more often and and empathy can kind of be hard to muster sometimes when you get used used to that and so you can come off as just blunt and you're you're not meaning to to be an asshole but it doesn't matter when you're the face of a of a big, big company like like that so right. I, I know that i too would be like again the word ex- experiment is not proper but i too am like ooh, data this is different than we've done before i do want to see what happens i'm i'm curious because well that's going to affect future business models and everything so you don't want to put me in the front of the camera because i'm going to say exactly that because that's what it what it is instead you want someone that can come out and be like oh this is a a great opportunity for for the movie and and theaters and giving it an, an exclusive type push you know there's some nicer way to to package it. Yeah, maybe saying you know we're excited to be able to offer films, uh, you know, back mm-hmm. back where they're supposed to be in theaters, and as we as we attempt to return to normal, and we are so proud to be able to do that with a film like Shang Chi, mm-hmm. which which we have no doubt our Marvel fans will su- will support something like that. You know. Yeah. So this is the uh, interview that uh, Cam had had posted, and it's it's fifth, four, 14 and a half minutes long. And uh, thankfully, we don't have to look through all of that. Like he looks like he's about to throw hands, I'll tell you that. <laughs> he does not look very, very happy. But uh, here's some things that he had to say. Uh, Feige addressed, and this comes from Holly, Hollywood Reporter, Feige addressed the tweet from uh, Lou saying uh quote he is not a shy man i think in that particular tweet you can see and i think everyone does a misunderstanding it was not the intention the proof is in the, the movie and we sing swing swing 
explore the fences as we always do with the amount of creative energy we put in and the budget. There's no expense spared to bring this origin story to the screen. Um, he said exactly what I, I said in a shorter, better way. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, kind of like, like what I'm saying too. That, yeah. Exactly. You know, Chappick's yeah. intentions weren't that. Uh, Lou's got his, his point of view. Hey, see the movie. Let it speak. I, that's why Feige can be in front of the camera. <laughs> no, he has a whole lot more experience doing it. And plus, he, you know, he wants this movie to do well, too. Yeah, and he goes on, he's, he says, when you have the opportunity to showcase a hero that looks like a huge uh, segment of the globe that feels like they haven't been uh, showcased, the magic can happen if you d- deliver. I think Destin, uh, Daniel, uh, Cretton, and Simu have delivered for this movie. Um, so yeah, uh, that's, that's what damage control, <laughs> Marvel damage control, get it? anyways um that's that's what it looks like uh that's that's better that's better packaging bob learn <laughs> the thing bob comes around across like a like an uncle scrooge in a way like he, he just well, cares yeah. about the money like mr Krabs, like <laughs> you know nothing it doesn't matter what kind of what the movie is this is about the money so and then it, it kind of also almost take, takes off that that Mickey Mouse costume off of the character and it just exposes them for, for the um, capitalist hogs that they are. Exactly. You know, and there's nothing wrong with the capitalist hog. I'm going to tell you that right now. No, la, laissez faire. I'm going to, I don't have enough knuckles space, but I got to figure it like la, laissez and, and fair. Anyways, people probably don't even know, know what that, know what that is. (laughs) I'm like, no, they don't. I just went over a lot of people's head. He went to business school, didn't he? Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, I got a okay. bachelor's in in uh, uh, small business ma- management, associates in business fundamentals, and a certificate in uh, entrepreneurship. All right, on. I just have a uh, associate's degree in culinary arts and a certificate in nutrition. I really, really, before the car accident and the head injury and all that, wanted to go and do a culinary school uh, while I was out. Well, no, it would have been free for, for me. And I would oh, be okay. tired uh, from the, from the military. So it would literally just be going and basically learning things for myself, you, you know, but anyway, okay. anyway, well, I say, I say that because I learned so much more from actually working. Oh yeah, <laughs> Abs- absolutely. I, there's like a lot of technical things that I, I don't necessarily, that I've, I might, be able to do but i don't necessarily under understand and my knife skills are god awful so i i yeah if if i how do you hold your how do you hold your knife by the way uh generally i've got the choked up and i'm holding the the blade between these two two fingers oh good man good man i don't uh about the only time i'll ever do like a uh accuser or pointer finger type thing is if i need some extra pressure but even then i'm usually doing this like that you know, no. you know, yeah, okay, good. I, yeah, I, 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 I had to learn, learn, and then I had to build up nice ca- callus right here, uh, doing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, lot, lots of uh, work. So, yeah, welcome to the Daily Cup of Genre, everybody. See, look, look sports, cooking, business. Yeah, it's somewhere there was some food. Marvel stuff. Yeah, eventually, some in between. <laughs> look, um, I, I like what Kevin says. Let this movie speak for itself. Let the audiences say what they, you know, think about it when it when it when it hits. Uh, he didn't knock anything about Lou, and he didn't really like. I know some people might look at it and be like, "Oh, he he didn't he defended Bob too much." No, he just Duh, pointed out. Boss. Well, yeah, I but I don't he, care what you say. You defend your boss to <laughs> to a degree, but to he just says the 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 point. It's not the intention. Like we we got it, and I I think anyone that knows that side of the the house at all knows that's not the the intention. That it's just it's hor- horrible optics and and god awful t- timing, and that it happens v- very often. And and it doesn't mean that someone shouldn't learn from it. It doesn't mean that someone shouldn't apologize or that damage c- control shouldn't happen. 
it's being t- taken care of, I think, very appro- appropriately, man. Do, do you think Feige's words are, are good? It's fine. Like, yeah, I'm not he didn't great. Even, he he honestly didn't even need to say anything. Like, at you don't this think point, he needed to do some some uh, cover up? If anything, Bob was the one who needed to come out and say, hey, my bad. I that's said this that's true but but they probably they didn't want to put him in front of the camera because he was going to make things worse eggs, <laughs> eggs. <laughs> like uh like a certain governor that just just resigned <laughs> look oh, at these boy. pictures of me hugging people <laughs> what yeah look this, i yeah this is me hugging people like, i'm italian what do you want like, you make like don't do that like don't don't stereotype your people that's not that's not good <laughs> <laughs> I, Look, I, I knew people I knew like hugging in, me. <laughs> I knew I knew he was in trouble when when he made a slideshow. It's like, oh, what? Who who approved this? Or did they just say let him do it? Man. Just let him let do him. do it. Just 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 let him. Anyway, anyways, guys, Star Wars Visions is a uh, anthology series coming out uh, on on Disney Plus, and it is from several different anime studios including uh studio trigger that does uh the dino xenon and and gridman series or the the gridman universe uh, uh series and yeah i haven't seen this yet manny have you seen it no i just i just learned about it when i messaged you about it so i wouldn't come off as a jerk on the podcast on the <laughs> morning show there we go all right guys let's check this out long ago a great warrior came to this village okay A crystal. Oh, I saber. Now lie with you. Nice. That's kind of cool. Oh. What? Oh. <laughs> Afro oh. Dude, that looks so cool. There's different types of artwork. Of it's art, different art studios. Oh, okay. There's nine different. Okay, got it. It's seven different anime stu- studios. Got it. Oh, wow. That looks so good. No, I didn't like that one. I'm really interested in, in that one with the real grain, grainy look to it. Yeah, the one that looks like manga pages. Mm-hmm. And then the twin story from trigger right there i saw it interesting there's even like a ghibli style one there oh wow that's the twins that's studio trigger oh i like the music yes oh Responsibility. Oh. Oh. <laughs> shut oh, nice. up and the take Japanese my wording God in the damn honey. Just shut up and take my my money. <clears throat> oh, dude, that looks so cool. I dug it. What'd you think? It was good. I liked it. There was a couple of the anime styles that I care for more than others. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, I don't know which one it was, but there was one that really, like, hands hands down reminded me of Afro Samurai. And mm-hmm. it was something I loved growing up was Afro Samurai. Mm. You're probably um, a Samurai Champloo fan, too, then? I don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> uh, you, you would be. Uh, mo- okay. mo- they're all kind of in that s- same vein of art artwork style. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah. M- many people kind of like that same uh line line of line of shows that yeah like the like the way they did uh batman ninja i thought that was Mm -hmm. done really well uh, also and so i really dug the music uh it's a really well done trailer they didn't give us too much of any particular story there's enough besides just lightsabers there's enough star wars feel and I love the the variety of styles. Like they didn't just pick 
seven random studios they they picked specific studios and specific styles within those studios to showcase the the medium um i, I, I did feel that some of it did feel like they just gave anime characters lightsabers maybe uh and there's, and a, there's a bunny to well yeah but star wars <laughs> so star wars has had uh a, a bunny uh character uh before Did they really um, yeah, I can't remember its name. Let's see, Rabbit uh, in Star Wars uh, e- EU. Um, Jackson, that's his na- name here. Show ya. Yeah, Jackson here. He was a uh, oh, interesting character in in the old e- EU comic books. Um, so yeah, um, but you are right. But sometimes I'll, I'll say this. Uh, sometimes uh, p- playing into a trope on purpose can can work. So the the idea of taking just the like shonen style, your Dragon Ball Z Gundam like fighting actiony type type shows, uh, taking the the tropes from that and then the tropes from Star Wars and purposefully just letting them play out as a pure fan service type thing you know yeah that could be kind of kind of cool if it's done purposefully but yeah you if, if it's not done right it could suck i'm looking forward to those lightsaber scenes yes you have to do that that's yes. going to be probably the most dynamic the most intense action sequences we may have ever seen in star wars it could be i mean going going back to like um uh episode one level in intensity you know that that darth maul uh um that darth maul and uh uh obi-wan obi-wan fight i remember when i first saw that dude that blew my mind i know right and then they they ruined it with fucking cgi dancing yoda and 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 dancing fucking anakin and obi-wan in in episode three <sighs> <laughs> hopefully the the obi-wan kenobi show uh will fix that there is going to be a lot of lightsaber play and you guys can hear all about uh star wars news and and stuff more in depth every friday on the cantina podcast uh also available on the genreverse podcast network and lrm's youtube channel um dude fuck i kind of want to watch it again I'll, I'll watch it with christine later she's feeling better by the way today than, than yesterday so yeah, and Lucas and I remain uh uh un re reinfected and and good good to go. So Hey man, at this point, <sighs> especially with you guys, and if I were to get it, it's it has just become the flu. Basically. Yeah, and that's not to make light of no of no. people that have had it bad bad people. We're just no, talking but be, those but of because, us that but because yeah. you guys are, are taken care of. Mm-hmm. It's basically the flu. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, man. Anyways, uh, I'm, I'm stoked. What's, what's so cool about, about this besides this multiple studios thing, it's that anthology ap- approach, that whole, we don't have to w- worry about canon. We don't have to worry about anything here. We can, this is, this is le- legitimately, w- what um what people should want to do when they say they want to you know bring something uh new to uh a franchise anthology things uh um uh non-canon works shorts those are all good and great testing fields for for um for different uh uh, ideas on an on an existing property. Marvel and DC have done it for for years. They're they're called the what if books, the the side stories, the the else world. I think is what DC ca- calls it. Um, those are all things that have been tested and occasionally carry over. Uh, look at the other uh, story arc with with Spider Man. That was a what if story, and it ended all up right. giving him some extra powers, including organic webs. They carried that over to the main mainline comic in in the six one six universe. They retconned it and and whatnot later, but um, I like that because this tells me that Disney is looking at potentially saying we could do 
an animated Star Wars that's not the Filoni style. That's not the. Uh, I think that's what's going to be refreshing about it mm-hmm. is that we've only either seen live action or Filoni style, except that Resistance show, which. Eh. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I never watched that one. Um, but I mean, it only had not, two or three. three I I, I love the Filoni stuff though, so I'm not. I'm not yeah, knocking it. To each their uh, own. Yeah, I right. I don't like it, but regardless, you're like, you're do, like I don't. Most of we the, both want something. Canon. Yeah, we both want something different. So we'll see. I, I just like being entertained. Yeah. Oh, any anyways, I guess what we can do is take a quick word from our sponsors over at Grow Generations, where the pros go to grow, and let's hear from Cam today. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. For all of your cultivation needs, Grow Generation has the right products, service, and staff to make your grow successful. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. Well, cut him off kind of kind of early there. Sorry. Why are you, why are you disrespecting Cam like that? I know. I'm such an asshole, man. Um okay. you know, with with uh with with the theater thing that that we were kind of talking about yesterday, I was I was talking to to uh, um, my friend, and he really he's really concerned about w- one as- aspect, and because I brought it up in our in our me- meeting la- last night, and that's that that new ceiling, man. I and I kind of thought more on that. I I think that the current productions that have already got budgets their stuff's of course locked in but i think we are going to see a few years of a dramatic drop in budgets as the theater situation kind of shakes itself into its its new new normal what do you think that looks like dude dude like 3 or 4 years where the most expensive budget might be 100 million dollars like you know what you know what i am all for it let me tell you why. Indie filmmakers have to deal with this kind of crap all the time. And then sometimes are yeah. sometimes are giving are given crap for for the, the movie they make. And then you talk to them and you find out they had 14 days to shoot that then was mm-hmm. cut to 10 or something didn't work or they didn't have this expense or the studio backed out on this with this or that. So what you're going to what you're going to see is you're going to see a rise of filmmakers who are going to be able to step up to the challenge and make those films. For example, when Todd Phillips made Joker, they gave him a restricted budget because they thought he wanted to make a big budget film. Mm-hmm. Turns out he wanted to make an artistic masterpiece, which which got DC more money than, um, than a lot of movies. Possible. Yeah, uh, you did, and you didn't need Batman. You didn't need a Superman. You didn't need to try and and make it uh you know what compete with marvel you just let it stand on its own so well, i think what's going to end up happening is you're going to get you're going to get some masterpieces i think from from filmmakers you weren't used to seeing who who you're used to maybe just seeing on a big budget film and then you also see some duds where you'll realize hmm this guy hides behind uh, uh, you know the big budget yeah that's true and and so uh <clears throat> i'm i'm all for it man i'm all for a two three year span where where the budgets are restricted and 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 we're and you have to pay more attention to the art that you that you're making in a film not to say you're not doing it with big budgets because you you know we love the big budget yeah because because hell like endgame you needed that gigantic budget to give us that that super climatic comic book history moment um but like i said then you have a movie like a like joker where where the, just the acting alone on Joaquin Phoenix and and the story just l- let that movie do its own thing. So, uh um being a guy who loves who who's fallen for indie films lately, uh, I'm all for it, man. <laughs> because like think that. about it, like horror films too, not not that impacted cuz cuz their budgets yeah. usually aren't that big <laughs> and being a horror buff, hey, I'm all for it. Maybe you see more horror films being made. So, very true very true that's what i think man um it'll it'll be interesting to see what it does to the uh big franchises you're absolutely right in the fact that this could um help some smaller projects get 
uh, equal uh, 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 exposure. Um, it's going to be interesting. I'll say the, this right now. Disney is so happy they invested in the stagecraft te- technology, the volume. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They are so so stoked about that. And the guys over at Unreal, uh, the the uh, team over at uh, Epic, I think, is the guy, guys that, that own that in- engine. Um, it's just it's, – it's, it's insane, guys. Like kind of – I guess we can kind of tr- transition into a b- bit of a t- Tech Tuesday s- segment here on the day- Daily Cog, uh, which is something we nor- normally like to do. Um, missed last c- couple weeks, but uh, illnesses and, and whatnot. Anyways, um, video video gaming t- technology and c- computer uh, gaming specifically, especially now that the PlayStation itself uses x86, you know, PC architecture, PC processing uh, architecture like the Xbox uh, had for for a bit. Um, the fact is that that a lot of what you saw on the screen of of the Mandalorian was video game work. That's really cool. That it's, that's really cool. It's Unreal that, Engine. Yeah, isn't Unreal and Unreal the ones who make Mortal Kombat? Uh, the engines you used for it. Yeah, yeah, okay. it was. Um, the uh, for for those that don't don't understand, I mean, it's exactly what what it kind of sounds like. A game engine drives everything in in the game. It's it's how the the coding and the the hardware and the software communicate to to render the the Im- images and and the ga- game. And it's it's an absolutely astounding th- thing to to see used i mean pixar Lu- lucasfilm themselves selves you know pioneered the 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 pixar computer and t- technology of c- computer animation and it all came from things that were being used mostly for video games and it's like how how can we and you take that and you look at Actual vid- video game movies, Resident Evil, M- Mario Brothers, Double Dragon. Oh, God. <laughs> remember the Street Fighter movie? <laughs> I don't want to remember it. You know, everyone was. Do you, do you remember the Dragon Ball Z movie? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. At least that director had the 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 uh, balls to say, I did it for money, guys. I'm sorry. I, I understand. <laughs> I fucked you up, but I did it for money. I, like, I can at least respect. Res- uh, respect that um but all, <laughs> all of it you know and then you look at um uh video games you know again in inspiring and 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 helping um helping uh make make these 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 movies it's it's absolutely insane and and um how how connect how connected it it's all been the the stagecraft mach, machines that that use um the the wraparound technology everyone's seen it i'm i'm sure i'm trying to br- bring up a uh screen right now and we can take some looks uh this one has been seen all over uh but this i want to get it in gadget um all of this back here guys is almost all rendered in real time using a game engine like they're able to zoom in zoom out change the the positions just like you do when you're when you're in a in a a video game uh uh development mode debugging or you know building the the maps and and whatnot it's kind of similar to what they they did in in ready player one and the the oasis uh Spielberg was able to put on a VR headset at any time and actually see the set instead of the motion cap cap studio. So he could literally walk around and be like, okay, this X wing, push it. I want it smaller. This over. He had to do that with that visor and and stuff though. And somebody else on the computer doing things. Now there's just somebody that's like, Hey, uh, let's bring the mountains about, you know, uh, 50 miles closer. Perfect. And all they do is they adjust in real time. With a game engine, man. And I think, and I think something that's really important that uh, that something that sometimes looked over is the importance of having it there in real time because of the lighting. We, we have a lot of reflective surfaces, especially in a film like The Mandalorian, 
And what ends up happening, if you have a green screen or even a blue screen, is you don't get the right reflection off of off of the metal, off mm-hmm. of the uh, the clothing, whatever or whatever it is, the plastic. And because you're what what happens is, of course, the light's going to reflect the green screen, not not what's digitally entered. So mm-hmm. with with uh, with technology like this, uh, what what happens is because it, because it's lit the right way, and you're actually looking at the proper mountains with the proper lighting, what's going to reflect is actually that uh, scenery, mm-hmm. which is what you want, which also saves so much time in editing because you don't have to go back and try to match match the shot with the lighting mm-hmm. because you have to get out that green hue. Yep, you're you're doing it right there. And uh, we, we've seen it and it's kind of cool today because you can fix some mistakes. And, and I often ask my, myself, you know, why doesn't a studio go in and fix this, this mistake with the technology that we have? And it's, it's kind of cause the, the quirks of, of old films and, and old SFX special, special effects mistakes, they kind of add to the, to the experience and, and certain things you want to take out like a, a guy in blue jeans in the Mandalorian, you can take them out. It's kind of cool, but no, this, they should have left them there. This right here is an example of what they can do with the volume. And instead, this is an actor on, on the stage. Literally, they're able to light up different th- change. Not not only does it, this have implications for um for uh movies as as we've seen, <clears throat> you've sung the praises of 4D theaters. I find them gimmicky only because I've never ex- experienced them outside of a theme park. Like I've never seen a 4D movie with you know regular Holly Hollywood movie. Um, can yeah, you well, imagine? It's a gimmick. <laughs> yeah, e- even then it's a, gi- a gimmick. But can you Im- imagine those t- types of experiences in a volume at theme parks? Not necessarily you know th- regular theaters, but at a, a theme park with this type of, of technology and the amount of like interactive choice-based rides and simulators and experiences, uh, stunt shows. Imagine the stunt shows that you could do the things that we see at universal and, and Disney. Huh? Imagine that with this expensive room. Yeah, but it's multi-purpose. Think about it. So you could in, in one, area you could have an indiana jones stunt show and a star wars experience and then during halloween it's a halloween oh yeah i could see that you know what uh it it enables a lot of really cool ideas yeah right now too expensive (laughs) and disney already is pissed people off with the cost of the the uh hotel um but i guarantee you that hotel screens the galactic star cruiser is using game engine technology for like the space fight fights that you're going to see and, and all of that. Now they may have done some actual miniature work. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I hope to see some, some behind the scenes stuff in the fu- future, but it, 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 it amazes me because I was playing, um, uh, uh, classic mario kart on the super nintendo uh emulator on the switch and my son loves it he likes classic games he's not you remember how we were turned off by older graphics as graphics got better and it wasn't until we became older that we kind of had an appreciation for the the retro stuff that we had and that kind of kicked off the whole indie indie game 2d side-scrolling game yourselves man i always went back and played nintendo zelda well i mean i i did i i got I got hoity toity about graphics. I, I was a PC ga- gamer primarily, though, so I was always looking for that that bleeding edge. You already hate. Uh, you spoke already so much about how much you hate uh, crossplay because of how how. Yes, uh, no, it so consoles absolutely dragged it down. Well, absolutely. we all want to play too. We are nobody. Not everybody can afford you the were, damn PC. You were playing. You were playing. You had your own games. <laughs> anyways Uh, there you go i'm really really excited about uh about seeing all the things that have come from 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 video games uh there are school systems in this country right now with varsity esports teams oh yeah yeah and that is super cool it is 
um, amazing. I I can't express how un- unique my upbringing was. I'm a, I was an army brat. You know, our our community had some cliques and and stereotypes that are similar to civilians, but the the kind of like being ridiculed for my geekiness started to fade away by the time I was in in high school because there was enough other weebs and gamers and and stuff in the military community that by that point it was we weren't all making fun of each other anymore but elementary and middle school on the other hand <laughs> it was not a good time to to be a a geek in in the 90s nowadays yep. like the idea of a esports team at school no it was it was hard to get a video game video game club an anime we didn't have, club we didn't have one of those you know, I'm I'm very thankful, and like I said, I like that Lucas kind of di- digs the retro retro stuff because it it kind of adds adds to it. But all all from human beings that were working on c- computers and got bored and started making little games to to pass the time, to test the systems, to push the limits, and now now look what it's become, man. Anyways, I I guess. I guess, guess I'm done uh, nerdgasming all over. Well, what, what you know, what they did that they did right is they developed this, of course, to be able to make um, cheaper television shows. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's going to pay off in the sense that they're probably going to be able to make cheaper movies now, too. Well, because... Ant-Man and the Wasp filmed right. in the volume. So, yeah. Yeah. So let I, I think that it was such a smart investment. I know that. At, and even even in the in the clips sometimes where they um um where they're showcasing it they're like yeah it costs a lot of money <laughs> and and you know they might be hurting from it but now they're like i'm glad we invested that because we're not going to have a lot of money coming in compared to you know 2019 so i mean i i, I look every weekend when we look at every week when we look at those numbers for theaters mm-hmm. I kind of take a breath for Hollywood because I'm like, man, <laughs> you guys did all of this pre-budgeted, pre-COVID, mm-hmm. and you're going to have to suck it up this year. <laughs> so, um, and then yeah. that, and that's when you get people like Bob saying things that, uh, you know, could piss off actors a little bit. So, it's yep. it's cool. It's cool. Hey, you know, we we often say, why doesn't Warner Brothers or DC learn from Marvel or or Disney or or whatever? We're we're always saying that about the the movies being made or stories being told or or whatever. Whether it's right or wrong, you know, the people uh, say say that often. However, this is one of those times where you look at uh, early with the whole uh, Chris Nolan situation. And and uh, Dune and whatnot. Warner Brothers just said, "We'll pay you guys. We're gonna pay you. We'll pay you X amount of what you potentially could have made if you know your your contracts were for you know points or whatever on tickets." And they paid out. Uh, I'm wondering what the sheets are gonna look like in in the second and third third quarter uh, finals uh, uh, for for a lot of Hollywood businesses this year. Um, yeah, uh, there's going to be a lot of debt writing for, for a bit. We'll we'll see how it lo- how how it in, ends up. But you guys want movies? Want TV? You want games? Got to oh. spend some money on them, guys. Whether it's merchandise or the home video. I I know it's nice to sh- stream everything. I hate to t- tell you this though. Um, uh, it's all still compressed, and especially depending on your your internet service provider uh blu-ray and and hd blu-ray are are you know still better full quality compared to to streaming and that helps the it helps the studios out i i heard someone the other day playing a a a free-to-play game and they were literally can you imagine someone spending money on a is team fortress 2 and it's it's definitely not a pay to win. All the things that you can buy are all cosmetic. It's a very 
decently balanced game. It's been around since uh, 2009. So, um, but uh, I was like, because without someone spending money on the game, it doesn't continue. Someone's got to fund the, 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 the actual like uh, servers that, that valve and, and steam are running for, for that, that game. It's not free. It's not look at, there's no game out there that has a soul, solely community based server group that as that is as effective and efficient as someone that's actually got money but behind them like a valve a, a studio epic apple what what whatever you know what i'm saying so you got to we got to spend money to get something out of nothing comes for free guys i mean equivalent exchange if you want to go philosophical and and you could go with with just business sense, I mean, not nothing is 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 free, and and sure we we want to say, oh well, st- studios have this money and actors make that that money, and sure they they do, and sh- sure we might be able to convince budgets to shrink and and paydays to to shrink some, but it's it's not going to happen over overnight, and it's not going to happen by the by the dramatic amount and still still get the same quality and or quantity of goods and and produ- uh productions it's just not how it works is it manny nope but i will tell you this if you ain't got the money for it it's yeah. okay stream from your house don't don't, don't spend money you you don't have we're not <laughs> <laughs> don't I'm, people are gonna listen to this and be like no. man kyle's really telling me to take my grocery money and go watch movies <laughs> no no uh, i'm saying budget in I'm, money i'm just saying movies. it to cover, to cover <laughs> yeah, you i know but um yeah i just i, I think that <clears throat> you're right but also streaming numbers are important now too so yeah they are you know, absolutely I, absolutely uh don't don't get upset ladies and gentlemen as as we wrap wrap up with this final tech advice don't get upset as sharing passwords becomes harder because with all the streaming services out there it's going to be very very important for them to make every dollar that they can so look for look for more strict uh responses to uh sharing because let's let's face it manny's right streaming is very very important and they need to make as much money off of it as they can, which means they don't want you sharing your password with people outside your house. So anyways, lrmonline.com every every right, day for all of your entertainment news, needs, and opinions. Uh, YouTube channel, sub- subscribe, hit the bell so you can be notified when all of the great uh, videos, podcasts, interviews are are hitting. And of course, the Genreverse Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcast from, Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, all that all that great stuff manny you mentioned uh pretty busy interviews coming up any you want to highlight i mean there's just so much stuff up right now that's just gone up in the last uh a couple of days uh uh, nancy put something up for swan song uh then there's a a netflix story about a boxer whose husband tried to kill her uh, and gig interviewed her that that was up yesterday and the story's up also i have one for uh, Josh Chestier's new film Overrun, who is another one of those amazing stuntman coordinators going over to uh, directing. And so who knows what he, he'll be able to do in the near future. Uh, then I have things going up for Diary of a Future President. And then we have Lego Masters up again. Uh, Gig interviewed Rod Roddenberry and Richard Harmon for The Return. I mean, I have something for a film called Demonic that's coming out this week from IFC Midnight, uh, and 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 everything in between. I mean, the Paw Patrols in, um, one just went up on our site also. So yeah, um, lots lots to um, lots to cover, lots to see. So. Uh, we just are reporting on this, guys, as as we're heading out. Uh, Rickman, D- Daniel note, noted, uh, scooper, um, deleted a tweet that s- says the no way home trailers coming out at CinemaCon. Interesting. Rickman, um, he's, he's good at his job. I'll say that. Looks like we might be getting a trailer next week, guys. 
and by the looks Maybe. of it it says it says not for the public yeah so. doesn't matter it's going to come out that means that it's it's there it's it's ready I mean, that's probably been ready for a while. The movie's like really close. It doesn't close. matter. It's ready. They're going to, to release it soon. I'm going to poke at you now. I it's going to hit planet. CinemaCon. And I, I don't really understand this whole, like when Disney did that at the Investor Day thing. That type of exclusivity, guys, it's it's gone. It's o- over. New York Comic Con's going to sell all digital passes you can watch every panel from home like come on guys two weeks CinemaCon is in person though what's that CinemaCon is in person gig and nancy are going yeah i understand i understand that i'm saying that that type of hey we're gonna do you know only this that that's gone it and most places it's out usually within the next day or two for the the general public the old days of like when the Iron Man trailer hit at Comic Con and it was like two months before they released it for, for everyone else, those days are over. Two weeks. If we don't see the No Way, if Rickman's right and it screens at CinemaCon and we don't get it within a week, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I don't know. We'll find sit there and wait. We'll find some punishment. I feel I two, two weeks. If it hits CinemaCon and, and within you're gonna- a week. You're going to be screaming about how Sony's terrible. and They are terrible. No matter what they do, it's terrible. But this is a Marvel film. No matter how much Sony wants to pretend it's theirs, it's a Marvel film. Or how much you want to pretend no, it's not a Sony it's film. it's a Marvel film. And you know what? I don't have to pretend anything because the show's ending. That's just re- reality. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk look at tomorrow. that. A privilege. <laughs> I'm talk- executive privilege there. <laughs>